Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Straight Talk. Today we're here at, um, where are we? It's, it's a different setting, isn't it? So I mean, quite well, unusual. this is um, the sales office of um, Little Bosphorus. Uh, well, actually, oh, Big Life by Little Bosphorus. Big Life by Little Bosphorus is the motto of the project. It's the slogan. It's like the slogan. The, the, yes, the, the name right, of the well, project I mean, is Little Bosphorus. It's a different setting for us. And uh, I think the very first straight talk of ours that we are doing at a sales office. It is actually, I think, the very for, first straight talk that we're doing outside the office. No? It is no. I mean, we've been to we've been to some other places. So we, we, in, we've done a few in, in boardroom and in other places, yes, but right, this is this is right. the very first time that at we are office. doing it at a sales office. And that sales office we thought could have been nothing other than the very sales office that we operate ourselves. And indeed. here we are. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Today we're going to talk about this lovely project, uh, the Little Bosphorus by Rams, and um, we're going to talk about the amount of um, sales that uh, we were able to carry out. We're going to talk about the speed of construction, the, the the current state of the project, and hopefully we'll talk to um, investors and certain other agencies in the market uh, about the particular project. So I would firstly. Uh, like to talk about the very story of us acquiring this uh, project in the first place. I mean, Cameron, take me back three to four months ago and talk to me about our process of um, acquiring the exclusive sales rights of this project. Because there were some things, certain things that have motivated us and we yes. were quite excited yes. in uh, acquiring this. And, and we, we weren't wrong. I mean, when you look at the speed yes. of construction, yes. the sales and the demand that it has seen and yes. received from the Turkish public and everything, we're, we're, we're proud of what we have done. So take us back to three months ago and, and come to today so that the audience can understand where we are now. Now, at the back end of 2022, when we looked at our markets, as far as Istanbul is concerned, when we looked at different zones in Istanbul, um, different lifestyle areas and different, particularly investment areas in Istanbul, that we thought, you know, which zones in Istanbul, which concepts in Istanbul are likely to reward investors um, higher than others um, in the next three to five years. Right. So um, all our intelligence pointed toward this area that we call Little Bosphorus, which is the Golden Horn area, in between the old city, the Sultan Ahmed, the yeah. Hagia Sophia, yeah, the old city, and the new city center, which is where Taksim is located. So in between the old city and the new city, you've got the water inlet, the Golden Horn, and you've got all these municipalities that are kind of, they sit extremely centrally, yet they have not lived up to, if you like, the reputation of central Istanbul as the place to be, premiums to be gained on prices, you know, the lifestyle, the buzz 
well, let's face it, the area has not yet been developed. So we basically said at the back end of 2022, when we were analyzing Istanbul, what are the ugly ducklings of today that are, that are going to be the swans of tomorrow? Of tomorrow. Yes. And this area where we're currently sitting came on top. Then we went in search of land and development prospects for the next two to three years a in this area. Process. We scouted the market and we said, okay, who can we go into some sort of a partnership with in terms of viable developers that are financially strong and that deliver decent quality? The mm -hmm. two things that we always look for, financial strength and quality. And this particular developer, the most solid one, as far as we could see, and this particular project was out of everything we looked at, the one that made perfect sense mm -hmm. for us to get behind and to recommend to our own investors and to the market at large through right. other agencies, not just to Property Turkey, but to other agencies too. That's basically how we um, you know, um, started our negotiations and started our deliberations with the developer. The construction is ongoing with an unprecedented speed. Now, talk to me about uh, the speed of construction and, and, and the quality, but hardcore quality of the construction. When we reviewed the specification sheet of this particular development, <clears throat> we were actually quite surprised because what we saw in terms of quality of finishing, the proposed um, brands and materials to be used not only in the hardcore construction, which most people cannot see, right? Um, but in the it finishing. It is often overlooked. It's often overlooked in the finishing too. Um, very high quality is being used here, which we were surprised because when we looked at the prices and the quality they're using, we're like, you know, this quality should warrant a higher price range. Right. But then we realize that that they started with very reasonable prices and they certainly are going to be increasing, you know, step by step. So the finishing prices of the second phase, my guess is, will be no less than 30, if not 40% higher than the price level we are at today. In US dollar terms. In US dollars. True. I mean, when you look at the speed, I haven't seen anything like it. And the it. speed I mean, of construction. Speed only, what, how long? A yes. couple of months and you see the... Three months. Some towers have been completed. Cameron, absolutely you know and, and absolutely that's an unprecedented speed and the best thing about the consultative sales which is which is our business line is that yes. as investment consultants uh the biggest reward that you get is when you see the project that you believe in takes off when exactly. when that project takes off exactly. when that project is appreciated uh by the general public and society not just your investors that is the real success and uh, you have been in this industry for the past 20 years and when you look at the sales performance of this particular project i mean i haven't seen anything like this i mean compared to you my experience is is, is pretty short but have you seen such a sales performance in such a short time over the course of your 20 years in this industry? Aladdin, for the past 10 years, the answer is no. For mm -hmm. the past 10 years, no. Prior to that, 10 plus years ago, these types of things, albeit, um, albeit uh, not something you would see every day, but yes, there were successful developers that came up with decent projects that were able to sell exceptionally well. Um, but then the prices were 
about a quarter of what they were today. Mm -hmm. But for the past 10 years, I have not seen this type of, um, this fast a sales speed, let's mm -hmm. say, as this one. When we look at the sales, talk to me a little bit about numbers and the composition of the sales so that our audience can understand how accepted and how appreciated this project was by locals, not okay. only by foreigners. All right. When we talk about Istanbul, there are two things that, that I always stress for foreign investors to, to make sure that two boxes that they have ticked them. One, think like a Turk, act like a Turk. If you're buying in the largest city of Turkey, which accounts for 40% of the GDP, then you gotta think like a Turk, act like a Turk. Because as we know, over 95% of all real estate transactions are amongst Turks. Mm -hmm. So in the whole grand scheme of things, foreign nationals account for around four, maximum 5% of all real estate mm -hmm. transactions, which means you gotta think like a Turk, act like a Turk to be successful as an investor. The second thing that I always say look out for is urban regeneration. Mm -hmm. In an area, particularly in central parts of a massive city like Istanbul, if urban regeneration can happen quickly, that area, without a doubt, is going places. Mm -hmm. There are examples of areas where urban regeneration happened rapidly, delivering exceptional returns to investors. Mm -hmm. I'll give two examples, Bomonti in Shishli and Kartane, right. which is a municipality on its own. As we both know, these two areas in the last five to six years, they've done terribly well for investors. Took off big time. Big time. What was $100,000 five years ago? Is $250,000, $300,000 today. True. In five years. So now, 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 this is an amazing return on investment. Now, this particular area, which we call the Little Bosphorus, mm -hmm. in my opinion, will follow the exact same pattern True. over the next three to five years. It does have the symptoms of it. Of course, when you look Definitely. at the particular sales Definitely. in this uh, development of ours. And, you know, to, to, to address your question, you said talk about figures, talk about numbers. This particular development, Little Bosphorus by Rams, Rams is uh, the brand name of the developer, has two phases. Phase one is almost 600 units. Phase two, is almost 1,400 units. So altogether, you're talking about just short of 2,000 homes. But the project does not just include residential, um, residential properties. It has a shopping center within it, shopping mall within it. It has incredibly beautifully designed lifestyle offers from parks to waterfalls to walking paths to sporting areas. You name it, they have it. So this project not only offers a very centrally located residential place, a home, but it also offers excellent facilities for the more discerning home buyer. Now, of the first phase, 600 units. Now, mm -hmm. this is where I am so encouraged mm -hmm. that the advice we gave three months ago was the right advice. And what we projected happens. In fact, 
what we projected, well, in fact, the reality exceeded even my expectations. Okay. It did. Of the 600 units, we now have three months after launch, only three months, we now have 50 units remaining. Wow. 550 units almost have been sold. And the really, really beautiful statistic that I'd like to mention for foreign investors is that around 80% of buyers are Turkish. Mm -hmm. And the reason foreign purchases in this project are 20% and not 5% is simply because we pushed. We pushed this project heavily to our investors. And um, I would very much like to thank some of our investors who came on board as early as the first week of April, mm. as early as that, who took our advice on board. I'd like to say that today, three months down the line, they're sitting on 10% value growth already. 10% in three months. Mm. Do you know what? I don't think there are many cities, many projects that can claim to such success in three months. And yes, if you wanted to sell your units, the exit strategy would be very, very easy as well because there is a beautifully good market take-up for this project. I'd like to take you back a few months ago. A few months ago, do you remember, we, we, were, we were always in touch with the um, sales manager of the construction company, the developer, yes. uh, Serhat, his name is. And uh, do you remember those days when we would call him, he wouldn't be able to answer his phone, and the moment he would I answer, know. he would say, Cameron, this is a mayhem. I know. There are so there many the people here. The first week of April. The first the week first of launch. April. The, the, the launch. Yeah. Oh my God. The demand we had from locals in this particular office. Yes. I mean, I'm sure uh, my friends are wrapping in the uh, footage of that. It was such a demand. I haven't seen anything like that. Now, what was the reason of this particular demand, Cameron? How many well, boxes well, okay. this project ticked for well, the locals? Now, if you're a local, you know where you want to buy. Right. Even down to which street you want to buy in. You don't come into the market saying, I would like to invest in Istanbul. No. You come into the market saying, I would like to invest in this region of Istanbul, in this particular municipality, and even in this particular district of that particular municipality. Right. Because you've been following the market. You know the market. You've been in the business for quite a few years. You've done it a few times over. You had your successes or failures. Failures are good too because they teach you things. Right. Well, successes, they endorse that you know what you're doing. So both are good. So as a Turk, you've had your failures and successes of operating in the Turkish real estate market. So you know what? You know where you want to buy because you know which parts of your city are doing well. You know which parts of your city are next on designated for development. Mm -hmm. So when you put all that intelligence together, Acting as a local buyer, as a Turkish investor or a home buyer, it is no surprise to me that the first one or two weeks of the launch, there was mayhem here mm -hmm. because Turks just queued up. They did. Properties were flying off the shelves, literally. Mm -hmm. People were trying to reserve. And by the time they got to reserving and putting a reservation fee, the property would be sold. So yeah. next on, next on. That was the first two weeks of this project. So it, it is yet again a very, very strong indication 
of the viability of a project. Very strong local demand is always what a foreign investor should be looking out for. If there is no local demand, be very, very careful. Think two, three, four times before investing. True. I mean, Cameron, what was the re what were some of the reasons of that local demand that we experienced in this project? Because if I take you back yeah. two, three months ago, it wasn't the best time or the most active time of the Turkish real estate, wasn't it? The elections was right at the I door. Agree. I uh, agree. Th there was a there was a big earthquake that devastated eleven cities in Turkey. Yet despite that, something was done exceptionally right for this project whether that was the price or the payment terms or the overall um, offering that has captured these people so they rushed into the project what, are, were, what were some of those uh, things that have that have rallied the public in, let's say pull, pulled yeah. in the public well Aladdin, there are three main reasons price location and the lifestyle offer mm -hmm. now when the project was initially launched, it was launched at rather attractive prices, mm -hmm. rather affordable prices for central Istanbul. Um, prices are still affordable. Very much so. Still attractive, yet they've already gone up by 10%. Yeah. So what you could buy here three months ago is now 10% more expensive. No matter what good a negotiator you are, you will pay 10% more. So price has already gone up. But it still has a very significant room for increase. Huge margin. Huge margin still. Number two is the location. This is central Istanbul. I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here looking at Axis Shopping Mall. Is in There's front a shopping of mall me. right in front of us. Axis yeah. Shopping Mall yeah. is in front of me. And I see the roundabout. One side of the roundabout is Topkapı. The other side of the roundabout will take you back into Shishli. Right. So this is central Istanbul. It's the hustle, bustle, vibrant city center. The train is passing now. The train is passing, the right. metro. Which, which we have a station right I here. I know, right yeah. across. Right. So accessibility is fantastic. Yeah. Couldn't be better. Yeah. Now, the third thing is the lifestyle offer. The mall, the restaurants, the cafes, the trendy um, leisure facilities. So it offers, it offers a almost like a amazing oasis in the middle of a city that in itself is highly chaotic. These are the main reasons right. that, 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 that pull in Turkish investors sure. and home buyers. And, and if I am to say a few things about this uh, particular project, and especially from the investment perspective of it, projects like this, they have ongoing demand. What do I mean by yes. that? There are certain projects that are always pump and dump. They, they, they are in places where th that have been funded by investors. The investors go in there first, and then uh, when it comes to the end user... Speculative. You know, Always be careful of that. Right. But Always. this project is solving certain massive problems for yes. the Turkish um, home buyers that I believe that it will have some ongoing demand. And one of those problems is, well, when you look at the urbanization of Istanbul, Comprehensive residential offerings as such in such locations is definitely a need. And also you have the, uh, the new earthquake compliant buildings that are being built. So this project is a very much need driven project that will have Absolutely. an ongoing demand. Absolutely. Now talk to me about ah, the composition perfect of point. 
how, how do I put this? Investor versus lifestyle I get it. buyers. I, get it. I mean, you get what I'm saying. I always say, if in a project that is sizable, and this is a sizable project, 2,000 units. True. If your investor to home buyer ratio is over 2080, be very careful. Mm. What I mean is, if more than 20% of initial buyers are buying for investment, be careful. Because these guys that are buying for investment, majority of them in the Turkish real estate market, they are buying speculatively, right. which means they are buying with a view to flipping maybe a year, maybe two, maybe three years later. Time zone is not too relevant, really. What is relevant is their motives. Mm -hmm. If they're buying with a view to selling on, and if they account for more than 20% of all purchases, and if you are a foreign investor, you need to be careful. Mm. Because the higher that number, the more competition you're going to have when you come to exit. Mm, true. So be careful. Now here, majority of the Turkish buyers are buying for lifestyle. True. In other words, they are buying homes as opposed to investments. Now that, to me, is music to my ears. Mm. If they're buying homes as opposed to investing speculatively, that means that our foreign investor is not going to face a lot of competition when he comes to realize those margins that we're promising them. Correct. Now let me ask you another thing, Cameron. You have said that there's only about 50 or so units remaining in this particular project. Now, if I was a client, I would ask this question right off the bat. I'd say, no. have I missed the boat? Or are there still is there still an investor opportunity in this project? Is there still enough meat left on the bone? The last count, there are 50, maximum 60 units. I mean, there are 50 units remaining in this project. I would imagine out of the 550, there'll be around maybe 10, 20 cancellations. It was very normal for a project of this size. So I'd say there are about 60 units here that, that, that will wrap up the first phase. So my recommendation for investors looking to come in is please come in before the second phase is launched. Because once the first phase is completed and completely sold out, then the second phase will undoubtedly launch at a price I expect another 10% higher than the closing price of the first phase. So if you're looking to invest in Istanbul, you know, as we covered all along, this is an exceptionally good project to put your money in. And if you do not wish to miss out on the early bird prices, which in my consideration, we're still at the early bird price level here, then come into the market now. Even if you cannot physically come to see it, consider buying online because I'm more than sure that when you do come, you will not regret that decision. So grab the last remaining units here. Mm -hmm. The second phase, which will be launched in September, will most certainly have a higher starting price. And second phase, in my opinion, still is a, a great investment offering because yes. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to remind you of what you said. You said 
a place first becomes desirable, then investment comes in. It's not the other way around. Yes. First desirability, then yes. the investment comes in. I mean, when I looked at the second phase and the 3D renderings and the 3D movie that uh, they have prepared, the design, the facilities, and the very lifestyle offering that it is going to have, once it is completed, I am sure it will be one of, if not the most desirable projects of Istanbul. Well, I think it will be one of the landmarks of this particular part of Istanbul, the, yes. the little Bosphorus yeah. area. It will be one of the landmarks. Which it's should attract sizable. a lot of investment. Yeah. Indeed, I agree. Cameron, I'd like to open up a, open a different subject now. Uh, let's just divert a little bit from talking to clients. Uh, this has been a, a almost like a B2C narrative that we have been following. Now let's let's have a little bit of a B2B narrative because amongst our audience, it's not only our clients who watch us. There yes. are people in the industry who are also following us. You know, people, the owners of real estate agencies yes. and, and, and the uh, employees of other real estate agencies or independent agents, they all follow us and watch our videos. Now, you are the elder statesman of this industry, Cameron, and I'd like mm. you to talk to them about the particular offering and uh, how um, their relationship with their clients are going to look like if they are to sell here. In my opinion, the most important thing is longevity in the market, mm. which means that you're here today, be here tomorrow, next year, 10 years time, so that you can show your clients that you're not here just to sell and say goodbye. Now that you're here to advise them, make the right choice in terms of where they invest, and several years down the line, should they wish to liquidate their investments, you want to be here to help them do that. Should they wish to manage and rent their properties, again, you want to be here to help them do that. Why? Because that in itself is, is what will bring you more clients and more loyal clients by word of mouth, by referrals. Because you've done a good job, you have a good track record to show or not just selling but standing by your clients because that is what your clients are after they want to build a long-lasting relationship with their agents now we've screened the market before we engaged ourselves with this particular sales office we made sure that we looked into the affairs of the developer you know and as you can see they are already building. So the developer is solid. Um, they're financially viable. Um, they can build without having to utilize clients' funds. Now, this is very important. So they do not rely, this particular developer does not rely on sales to build. They started building before sales started coming in. Right. And believe you me, they are more than capable of finishing this project without selling anything. Right. Now, for me, this is the biggest insurance that I need. The biggest assurance that I, as a client, would want to hear. Because you are an investor in this project also. I you am bought an investor it. in this project myself. So, um, I think this is one of the main selling points of this particular project. Other than its location other than its profile for investors. But hey, it's being built by a viable developer True. that will not let you down 
as an agency. Two years, three years down the line, when you turn around and say to your client, you know what, you took our advice two years ago, and you know what, it was the right advice. And if your client says, thank you very much, you're absolutely right, it was the right advice. That client is not going anywhere else, he is yours. And carry on serving your client to the best of your abilities. You have a client for life, and not just him, but his circle, his network too. This is how it works. So we, as Property Turkey, we're here to give you guys all the assurances that you need to give to your clients, basically. And I think that's one thing I would want to say to the real estate sector about well, this particular project. Cameron, thank you very much for that. And one last uh, question, and, and we're going to wrap this entire segment up. Um, there are, but well, obviously, wherever you, wherever you go in the world, if a competitor of yours is running a, a sales office of a project that is such a massive yeah. scale, you would have thoughts. You, you would have doubts. You would think that, okay, well, these guys are agency. I am an agency. I have a client. Why would I give my client's information to another agency who, God forbid, can yeah. take the information of my client and take yes. my client away from me, which is a very valid concern, not just here in Turkey, but anywhere in the I world. I agree with you. Now, how would you assure other agents to freely sell in this project? As Property Turkey, our most valuable asset is our brand. So there's absolutely no way we're going to allow anything to tarnish our brand because mm -hmm. we ride on our brand, mm -hmm. on our brand name. This is not the first sales office we're operating and we're inviting agencies. However, it is the first sales office we're operating with our own brand. Mm -hmm. We've been operating sales offices for almost seven years now in Istanbul. However, not many people know that it's our sales offices because right. we never used our names. We never, we never actually used our brand name. It's the first time we are because we realized that the name Property Turkey stands for something. So we thought, we said to ourselves, you know what? By not using our own name, we're actually depriving the market of a name that stands for something for the past 20 years. So we said, we're going to take the bold move and use our own name in our sales offices. And believe you me, Aladdin, it is not worth our while to try to attack other agents' databases, to try to utilize their contact details and to call those clients behind their backs. What are we going to do? Earn a few bob extra by doing that? It isn't worth it. If you've been in the market for 20 years and you've gained a reputation for doing decent, honest work, believe you me, it is not worth it for no money in the world to do that. Cameron Dagan, thank you very much That's okay. uh, for this lovely episode. I mean, I'm really proud of what we have done uh, as, a, as a company. I mean, a few months prior to this, we have studied the developer, the area and everything is screened and uh, acquired the exclusive selling rights and did all the marketing package and rallied our own client base into buying into the project. And now we see that there is an incredible yes. local demand and yes. the prices are going up and the first phase is about to come to an end. The construction is going fine. The second one is going to come. 
And, and you know, when you sit down and reflect upon the past few months, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that we ventured into what we have ventured into. I agree. Into. I agree. And you pushed us a lot. And, you know, this entire thing was your vision that you wanted to go to the market with such projects, with using our own brand name and providing a base to other agents as well to come and exactly. sell exactly. viable projects so they would have that long-lasting relationship with their clients and we would work collectively to the betterment of the industry and the betterment of the country as well that we love very much so 100 so thank you thanks for the lot. episode and guys thank you very much for watching and see you in the next one thanks a lot